What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. Microphone check. This again? Thumbs up. Thumbs up means we're on. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm a little under the weather, so if I cough... Maybe if I get it, if I have a cough attack, I'll mute it or something. Yeah, please. We don't want to hear that shit. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the fatherhoods. <laughs> yeah, just like that, we're yeah. back. Episode eight. All right, episode yeah, eight. Look yeah. at that. We getting in there, bro. Being consistent. We rocking. We, rocking. we close to eight hundred. Being consistent out here. What's up, fellas? You good? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. I'm actually, you know why I'm great? I'll tell you exactly why I'm great, since you're asking. Yes. So my youngest, so, you know, a few episodes ago, you, you laid down the whole uh, potty training scheme oh, yeah. that you yep. guys applied, yep. right? So we've been borrowing from the uh, KGB handbook, and we bought this little potty where she sits on. Yep. With, you know, with the bowl that you take out and all that. Yep. And uh, now she, today... I was in, so typically we have to spend, you know, my wife's been in the bathroom with her for no lie, a good hour sometimes. And she's just there listening to the iPad, like, you know, bullshitting around. And most often nothing happens. She might trickle a little urine, whatever, but nothing serious goes down. A couple of times she's actually pooped in it. Today was my first time having her do it while I was watching her and, you know, spending time trying to get her to do her thing. And yo. There was some massive poop in that thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was it was major league poop. So so yeah, so, I don't know how consistent it's gonna be. I'm hoping that what you said, you know, it kind of took off from there. I'm hoping this was it because it this was like in 15 minutes it took. Nice. So very different than what we've experienced so far. A lot of work, man. It's a lot of work, bro. But actually, I'm my. My my wife told me the name of the book that uh, she was referencing, and I forgot it. Now I gotta find it, God damn it. <laughs> and tell you. <laughs> it's useless for me right now. Yeah, just wanted to make you a little angry. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> Doing great. L- Living up the podcast. <laughs> so I found uh, something interesting, actually. Um, going back to so for the past couple episodes, I've been uh, going in on my my newfound kindergartner and his uh frustrations and you know throwing me off course right so i started i was up one night and i started um researching just to see you know what that was all about it actually has a term it's called oh. uh after school aggression or after wow school, <laughs> yeah or after school anger do they have medication for that yet? Because you know how oh, they flip. Oh, man. <laughs> no. They flip you know, it. someone, yeah. So it's they basically. Flip it and it's gummy bears, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
after school aggression. Yeah. Okay, so if I hear somebody mention ASA, that's probably what they're talking about. So it makes a lot of sense. So it's basically like this. I mean, you got you figure, especially for kids who are going into a, a, a longer school day or just kind of a longer school environment. Um, you figure like they're up earlier than pro- or at least out of the house earlier than they normally had been. They're in a school environment, and if you're in a school environment that, you know, you have to sit a lot, like this school that he goes to, he doesn't get a a ton of uh, recess and, you know, outdoor time. So he's, you know, in a classroom and sitting and, you know, the... The the, the, exactly. the energy level is not you know is not uh, right. not He's super not high. Of that energy. So it then, sounded like it sounded like you were describing jail for a second. <laughs> Outside time, <laughs> and then and then the yard, and then he's got a longer day, right? So he comes back home from school, and then now you add in the homework. So what we've been doing is kind of just going straight into like when it, once he gets home, it's all right. Wash up, change your clothes boom, let's knock this homework out so you have the rest of the day and night to just kind of chill out. But then sometimes the homework takes longer, whether he's just being a perfectionist or just, you know, it kind of snowballs into just taking longer than expected. And then because we had um, we had a, a trip this past weekend, so we had to, we had to like some projects that were due. So it was basically like he came home and then we started doing homework and then we started working on these projects and then by that time like he was starting to lose it and you know we're we're wondering like what's wrong man you know like how can you know how can you get upset (laughs) (laughs) and then um and so then it's basically like the kid needs you know kids generally need some kind of decompression time it's like the same way that we were taught you know we're talking last episode about work and like coming back from work and you you don't necessarily want to talk about your day you just want to decompress and kind of change you know just change the the atmosphere right so i guess it's the it's the same with this i mean some kids definitely need like you come home from school and then have some time to basically separate the school day from the rest of the day so that so that it's not just all it doesn't feel like a continuous run on from school hence the frustration at you know nearing the end of doing homework and then you know the kind of like the unusual attitude and all that kind of stuff so it made a lot of sense not to mention um, you know, kids, if they just, if they don't get enough sleep, um, that always compounds things because so for instance, my son, um, he, even if he goes to bed late, he will still wake up his normal early time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not, he hasn't reached that level yet where it's like, if he stays up late, he's going to sleep a little later. He's still on the, the little kid schedule of, you know, fall asleep got- whenever, but I'm still waking up early and, and yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, uh, and it's weird. Like if we don't hit the, if we don't hit that magic mark when he should be going to sleep and he stays up even a little bit past when he's kind of like supposed to go to sleep, then he starts acting all crazy and, you know, like bodies doing all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> you know, he's definitely over, <laughs> overtired and we're right. like, fuck man, we missed the, you know, we missed the window of opportunity to. So he'll, he'll go to sleep, but you're saying he'll like, be moving around more than normal yeah if he's overtired then basically what happens is he's you know we know he'll fall asleep but then he starts you know he'll start thrashing around and you know mm-hmm. making weird noises and just being like <laughs> you know like oh what is exorcism yeah shit. basically <laughs> you know oh right because wait he you guys share a bed with him 
Yeah, it goes Always back. It, yeah, it's back and forth. I mean, you know, it, he co-slept with us for a long time, and then, you know, it was one one day is like, oh man, I gotta have my own room, and so we said, all right, cool. So we converted my office into his uh, his room. I gotta have a bunk bed, uh, you know. So we went out and outfitted, made sure the the room was legit, and then he was totally into it for for a while. <laughs> And then um, I think, I don't know, something happened. I think my mom came to visit, and she had to use his room, so he uh, had to come back in with us. And then um, and then he just got, you know, then I was like, eh, maybe I'll just stay with you guys another night, and, you know, that kind of thing. And, so, and that turned into two years. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. So, uh, yeah. you know, we've got this nice-looking room that sometimes one of us will crawl off and go sleep in if you know if he's thrashing around too much <laughs> what so so you you guys started him off co-sleeping yeah and then it's been back and forth for a little bit but now it's more back to the co-sleeping yeah i mean i'd say it was more co-sleeping than not for right. throughout the years um but with you know variations of him like we bought a toddler bed but we had the toddler bed in in our bedroom so he would sleep you know he would sleep in there for a while and then he'd like bounce back and forth and then he wanted his own room and then i mean he'll eventually go back into you know he'll he'll eventually say all right i'm gonna i want to go sleep back in my room and that whole thing which is fine and and quite honestly i mean i i do um i do appreciate the the time right now where he's close with us because you know there's going to be a, a point where you know he's not gonna want a ton to do with us, so <laughs> might as yeah. well enjoy it now. You know, that, that's a, that's a good outlook. I'm not as good as you <laughs> because you 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 already see kind of the you know, what's gonna come eventually after you know a certain right. period of time. They don't want to do anything with you, and I'm I'm still I understand that that will happen. Yeah, but I don't I see it as such a distant thing. And for me, it's like, yo, we got to get these kids in their own rooms. Cause, <laughs> right. Because, like, we we invested in buying a crib that would satisfy everybody's needs. Right. Right. And so I'm like, we better put this shit to full use. Everybody get the maximum benefit out of their rooms. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I care with my kids. And I'm like, yo, as soon as you're 17, you out this motherfucker. <laughs> right. So <laughs> back your shit, get to college. And try not to come back. Well, you also have multiples, right? So it's kind of yeah. a different dynamic. Um, you know, we have one, and it's also I was I was like that at first. I mean, uh, at first I was all with the okay, he's an infant, he's co sleeping. We had the little co sleeping bed contraption that you put in the bed, and then I started itching like, all right, uh, yeah, let's contra- let's transfer him now because I, you know, just thinking, man, he'll never want to you know sleep on his own and you know that kind of thing. Right. And then after, and then after, kind of just got used to being more, you know, just being more in parent mode and kind of seeing, and also seeing just how fast the time was flying. Then it's kind of changed my outlook as, all right, let me just really kind of enjoy the moment for what it is because um, it definitely changes up quick and it goes fast. So that that's, I was not necessarily on that, you know, same kind of path at the beginning. I was more. Like, all right, we got to get this done now, and you know <laughs> that kind of thing. That that's mature of you. I I I've never looked at it like that, but it it does make a lot of sense. E, what what about you? Are you guys co co sleeping, or are you guys? <clears throat> I mean, so different. It was out of necessity. I mean, we were gonna always have the baby close in the beginning, 
especially because my girl is nursing. But it, it also because of necessity, because the the room that that would be the baby's room, you know, the baby came unexpected for us. So it's not like we had a ton of time to prepare for it. So I had the room as my DJ room. I mean, it's still the DJ room, and it, and it's just full with baby stuff in it right now. But so right now the baby's with us in our room. We have a bassinet that has like the fold down thing you could put close to the bed if if we wanted to. And then we have like another little thing that she could sleep in. It's like a little rocker type of thing. Um, but m- now I fi- I finally got the office space, and I'm I'm moving into an office space first uh, of November and. I'm going to move everything out of that DJ room, and now we're going to make that officially the baby's room. And my personal view is let's get her used to sleeping in her room. You know, maybe I'll turn into what Kether, you know, his outlook is, and I don't doubt it that I might. But um, but my thing is let's get her into her own room. Also because it's kind of annoying to me that, and I don't know if this goes for everybody, but my girl's thinks that everything I do wakes up the baby. Everything I fucking do. (laughs) I fucking cough. I fucking clear my throat. I fucking, you know, walk. I fucking breathe. You know, like, God forbid I fucking fart, dude. Like, (laughs) that's like... Tell us how you really feel about this one. (laughs) (laughs) She knows. Like, I get mad, dude. But then, you know, she does all kinds of noises and there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, But, I mean, I get it. I get it. But I also, I feel like we should be making as much noise as possible from as young as she is. So she's just used to noise. Yeah. I mean, shit, that's what we have white noise on all the time for her to sleep or we, the TV puts her to sleep. Like, so I'm, I'm always like, yo, like chill out. Like we should be making noise. We should be getting ready. We should be taking showers and she needs to get used to those sounds. But if it's, if she's sensitive, then that's even more of a reason to make sure that we get her room right. So she could be there. I mean, it's a small, like our hallway is like, you know, small to where her room is. It's not like we're, it's a big, you know, across the house or anything like that. So I, I'll feel comfortable, you know, and I'll feel even better in terms of like getting shit done. Like I can't do anything. Like I can't get ready or do anything because ah, the baby's sleeping. That's it. It's become like a fucking <laughs> Buddhist temple in that bitch, you know? <laughs> they, they actually, and I can't quote where they came from. But there's a lot of studies that talk about just what you just said. Like, you got you guys got to get the baby accustomed to your normal life. Obviously, if you're constantly screaming, that's a problem. But normal, like you know, fucking closing a door or like moving shit around in a closet, opening drawers, like all that stuff is regular tone. Well, you're Cuban, so your regular tone is. Up elevated come on dominicans ain't too far bro nah, you're right you're right yeah we used but to I'm say saying, we used to say when that. when we were uh before our son was born we were always like man we're definitely not going to be those kind of parents that you know change you know like, everything for the baby watch out for it. we're just going to keep doing what we do and you know all this kind of stuff and then when we tried doing it every time you know we did something and the baby started waking up and then we're you know we're don't have any sleep and we're like oh shit you know then we're right. then, like, then, then we then we found our then, then we found ourselves uh uh being those parents <laughs> not, i mean not to the extreme but like of course i understand like you know there's critical moments when the baby's sleeping and 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 maybe my girl, because she's, you know, she spends more time with the baby. She kind of sees the cycles of when the baby isn't is like a, in a light sleep. So maybe I, you know, she knows it a little bit more than me. But I just think that, um, I mean, not that I think I've been around the baby by myself where she's falling asleep 
and I've gone about my business because that's just the way I think it should be done. And she slept fine. Yeah. So I'm looking at my girl like, what are you talking about? You know? But I mean, whatever. We're bo- nobody's wrong in the situation. But that's why I'm saying, like, talk going back to the room thing. I'm like, just to alleviate this, that's why we need to slowly start to, you know, when I move all my stuff, which is just solely for this, let's get her in the room and let's get, you know, get used to. It. I mean, of course, if we feel one day or one night or whatever, we want to bring her back over, or whatever. But I just think that that'll help. Uh, de-stress that step that part of the you know of our situation where it's like everything you got to be like my girl goes crazy over our door because it squeaks and she's always like wd-40 when you wd-40 <laughs> <laughs> chill 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 they're, they're not a sponsor bro a sponsor. <laughs> or you they might you might end up having a great room to sleep in the <laughs> baby's room yeah <laughs> no i tell my girl all the time like yo I'm, i need to like buy another bed buy first of all get another crib and then i'm gonna have another master bedroom and that's just gonna be dope. I'm gonna have an ill king size bed, and you know I'm a, mad. I'm, I'm soundproof it so I can blast music. <laughs> In due time, my friend. In due time, yeah. after the third kid. Right, right. Well, I mean, now I got my office. Let's just hopefully I make use of it. Well, when I get over there. Are you um? Are you guys gonna do preschool? Are you thinking that you'll do that when it, when it comes time? That's usually like around two, two or three. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I think the. As soon as you can get the child into school, as long as it's a good school and you trust the people. I mean, all that's scary to me. But I do believe in – I went to preschool personally. So – and, you know, and I, and my, I went to kindergarten. My kindergarten was like – it wasn't a special school, but they, they definitely did things that I don't I don't think normal kindergarten te- – at least my teacher. Not, not all the teachers in that kindergarten. My specific teacher was really into like – he taught us multiplication, division – we played Monopoly. We played chess. We learned to play chess. He had us, the toys he bought us were these dinosaurs, but then he would like talk about every dinosaur in scientific ways, you know, like this is what this dinosaur, don't just play with it. And you remember you know, all that? Yeah. Wow. And, and because of that, I learned, you know, I, I, I played chess my whole life, you know, uh, Monopoly, like, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like I can't. Now, mind you, I had. That's around that time of that kindergarten is when my parents started breaking up and I was moving around. My cousin stayed in that school, but I had to get out of there. So that was that was L.A. Yeah, it's in L.A. The yeah. school called Lollipop Lane, looked like a gingerbread house. <laughs> Lollipop. Oh, that's dope. But it's in the hood though. It's in Southgate. Nice. Um, and my teacher's name was Mr. Bill. It was this big ass dude. And if you got in trouble, you had to put your hands out, and he would like hit the top of your hand with a ruler or some shit. Yeah. So I mean, it, like. He was weird, man. Like, he had these things where on Fridays, he would bring his VHS, uh, whatever, his VHS. Back. Yeah, and, and, and he would attach it to TV, and he would play us movies, right? Like, for kids that he picked out. But check this. The movies he started, he was playing for us, he would turn off all the lights, and the movies were The Thing, Poltergeist. <laughs> like, I came out of that school with nightmares. <laughs> you know, um... <laughs> Close Encounters. Close Encounters doesn't seem scary, but when you're a little oh, kid. Oh, yeah. Kid, yeah, for sure. You know, like, I, I was like, the thing, dude, the thing pops out of the guy's stomach. And I'm like, yo, what was this guy thinking? <laughs> like, on one hand, he was really ill with what he was tr- teaching us. And on the other hand, he was doing some other crazy stuff. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what the hell that guy was up to, man. Yeah, that's, that's dope. It's funny because, like, I talked to my kids about kindergarten. Yeah, and, and I have vivid memories of kindergarten too. So when Kay was like, "Yo, you remember that?" Like, I find it weird that I do, given that obviously so many years. 
but yo, and I guess it's always too like what's been most impactful, because like your experience, that shit sounds ill. Oh, I can't, uh, I can't remember those details. No, I mean, how could I not? How could I not forget a, a school called Lollipop Lane? The fence yeah. had these huge lollipops, and the place looked like a gingerbread house. And how can I forget Mr. Bill, who was right. like six foot something, hitting us on our hands really hard, where we were like, oh, you know, like, I can't imagine that flying these days. <laughs> yeah, and then the the times that we would play uh, Monopoly, it, he would again. I don't know what his system was. He would pick whoever he thought was the good kids, and while all the other kids were sleeping. That's when we played Monopoly. And if you won the Monopoly game, he gave you a humongous Kit Kat bar. Oh. Like the big ones. The ones you're supposed to share. And right. That's dope. I mean, is it? Now If I th- now thinking about it, I'm like, shouldn't I have been getting my sleep? <laughs> right. What? I'm, I'm gambling for Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Fridays, we're watching horror movies, man. No, like, he was teaching you how to hustle, bro, early. Yo, I know the other teachers didn't like him. They they thought he he was unorthodox in the way he taught. And but actually, I do, I do, I do feel like I I benefited from, from you know some of the stuff like learning some of the things I did. I don't think they do yeah. naps in uh, kindergarten anymore. At least I know in my my son's school. No, don't, nah, nah, not in mine either. I yeah. don't even think even in preschool, even they, in some of the preschools, like I was checking yeah. out, they they cut that out. Yeah, they don't do that shit. Why? Well, I mean, don't you think it's good? Take a I think it depends Siesta. on the. I think it. I think having some quiet time is good, but I also think it depends on the. At least for me, like we had, we actually had to wean him from taking naps at a certain age. Probably like around three, we had to stop him from taking naps because he would take a nap in the middle of the day, and it would be such a long nap, and then he wouldn't fall asleep until ten o'clock at night, and you know, by that time, we're just like. Please, <laughs> go yo. <laughs> right. That that that's a scary thing because like we we had to deal with that. I mean, my five year old not so much anymore, but like the baby, it's like, yo, if it's past like three o'clock in the afternoon, yo, we going we going the distance. We're not putting yeah. it down for no nap no more. Yeah, <clears throat> but then it but then it's to your earlier point. Then it's like the moodiness, the while and now is just magnified. So it's like. On the brink of choking her ass out, but then like, whoa, <laughs> right. whoa, 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 let's everybody settle down. Yeah, when I when I'm muted, you guys don't hear me, right? When I'm coughing, no, nah, no, uh-huh. that's, like, that's yeah. what mute does actually. Mute, mute you didn't hear that, you. right? <laughs> no, because <laughs> right. I don't want my girl coming here. You're waking up my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could mute myself. <laughs> but, but the naps used to be the saving grace. That was the early oh, the, those first couple of years, man. Those yeah, naps yeah. were. Oh, my girl hates me because awesome. I'm, I'm a professional. <laughs> put her to sleep, and my girl's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? Let her go to sleep now. <laughs> yeah, because she, she wants you to get stuck dealing with her like the, her normal routine, right? <laughs> I used to, oh, that was the bomb. So my wife would be like dealing with her all the time, and then she'd leave her with me. I'd be like, sleep. <laughs> and then right. I'd be doing my own, watching TV. She'd get yeah. home. She'd be pissed. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Hey man, we gotta do what we gotta do, man. What'd you guys think of? Have you? Um, we haven't posted, but there was that news cycle earlier on in, the, I guess, the end of last week with that dude who was doing uh, squats in the bathroom, changing changing his his kid because they didn't squat uh, for change. Yeah, squat for change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, ba- so he's basically the this dude started, uh, I guess, documenting what he was doing because you know he's a father, and then he would go to change his 
babies, but they didn't have any changing tables in the mm. in the bathrooms for men. So he started, you know, just doing like an exercise, like you know, a wall squat, and then like a sit against the wall and squat, and then use his legs as Whoa. the table, and then do the whole change Yo, on he's his out legs. Of control with that one. And then he, uh, you know, went it, it went national, and a lot of news outlets started picking it up. But and, you know, it's true. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm I'm starting to deal with that a lot now that we go out, you know, we're trying, we go to restaurants more often now, or we're trying to do more things with the baby. And, you know, and, and I don't know, I think I've mentioned it. One of the things that I do sounds weird. Enjoy is, is changing. Like, you know, that's something I'm very proactive about, like, like changing her diaper and whatnot. I don't know. I feel like that's the one thing that it's a good it's accomplishment. Like I did it. She's right. clean. I did something for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have no problem doing that. Um, even if we're out in public, but I've noticed that it's just really super annoying when you go into a bathroom a, if, if it's not clean. Oh man, you know, for, and then you're gonna, you know, you're trying to change a diaper, and then B, if they don't have the the, the changing table, it's just crazy. And even when they do have it, it just looks so rinky dinky. Like I, like I put, it, like I go up against it, so it's like falling on my stomach. It. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his name is uh, Dante Palmer. Actually, okay. is the name of the dude. It's your cousin? Uh, no, it's just <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm an extraordinary Googler, my friend. I didn't even notice you Google. We used, to actually, on, baby. we used to actually scope out in the neighborhood, like which place, like we'd go in and find the spots that had the best bathrooms for, so that when we were out, we knew like yeah, that's smart. We knew all right, go to Nordstrom's. Nordstrom has the um has the family yo. room and it's clean. <laughs> we go up in there. I, yo, that's an app, my brother. Chill, edit that. <laughs> that is an app. That's like a Yelp type of thing, or that Yelp will buy it probably. That's dope. I'm serious. That's what we and it, it was Nordstrom that had the best bathroom and that all of us could go in, had the family changing room. It was pretty clean most of the time. So, you know, when we go out, we strategically like make sure that we knew that we, we could be close by if uh, if something happened. Yo, I'm telling you guys, fatherhood's the app. That's part of it right there. Booyah. Right? Booyah. Yo, you, but you, know, you know what the con is, though, with the squat for challenge? Now, I... I I think it's a great initiative, but that was my excuse for not having to change the baby. <laughs> there's no, there's no changing table. What I'm gonna do? What? Now you got to squat. Now I, I'm, I'm almost past this, so I'm good. But bro, I'm not doing that squat. You just have to, line, you just have to line the toilet extra heavy, and you know, <laughs> hopefully the baby's long enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't, especially that it's, it's I have a girl. Like, it, I, I'm not going to. If the dudes don't have a changing table in there, at least I don't know. It's just weird, man. No, you're gonna have to start squatting, bro. I'm not squatting, man. <laughs> I think the worst. <laughs> it's so negative, bro. <laughs> I think the worst bathroom I went into was a Toys R Us bathroom. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh man, man. Yeah. that had dried shit all over the place. <laughs> it <was> just, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it was nasty. <laughs> it sounds like jail, dude. <laughs> Try shit on the walls. Yeah, yeah I bet, I bet I, there, There's no more Toys R Us, I guess. So you know, I don't know, man. I, I bet you jail is a lot more clean than fucking Toys R Us shit. <laughs> now I pay no, extra. I, I pay I extra the, close attention to uh, to uh, bathrooms these days at restaurants and places. It's yeah. like, all right, if they got a really clean bathroom, then I feel more trusting in their service and what they. What True, they do. it's a good. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the app, my friends. Yo, I don't even want to really talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about done, that one offline. <laughs> if, if we Whatever. Do. It's not like we're going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are we going to do? Hire somebody in Bangladesh to, to, to help us out with it? And they don't ever do it? Why? Is that, that sounds, sounds like, a, sounds sounds like an app we tried once upon a time. <laughs> the, code, the code was for uh, iPhone 2. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. I don't want to be there those days. It's good, good learning awesome. experience. Yeah. We didn't learn anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we learned how to spend money and time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a, I guess I need some advice from you guys. And it's not something that you probably have experienced yet, but I just want to get your take on it. <clears throat> so my wife and my daughter have been swarming me to try to get my daughter a phone. Mm. Not not a phone, mm. and an iPhone like a six plus or you know one of those big joints. My daughter's eleven years old. I still don't see a realistic reason for why she should have one. How old is she? Is it nine? Eleven. Oh, we got yeah. we got background noise. Hold on. Yeah, it sounds like a plane was about to crash over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're in uh, this. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome to LA again. <laughs> and then, and then pff, you see a propeller right there in the ceiling. So, so she's 11, right? She's in middle school, and she's got. So she has an iPhone. I'm sorry, not an iPhone. She has an iPod, uh, one of the newer ones. Right. Maybe like I don't know, three, four years ago. Not like the a fit, you know, the first. Right. The, the, yeah, the ones that can actually get. Uh, like wireless signal and stuff. Wi-Fi, yeah. right, right. Uh, so she has one of those, but she complains that the screen is too small. She graduated from grammar school last year, so we got her an iPad. I still didn't think she needed one, but my wife was like, oh, you know, for school she could use it. All right, cool, we got it for her. Now she's got a big-ass screen that does pretty much everything an iPhone does, you know, minus the cellular service. And now that's too big. So, so... What like she she likes to play basketball, so I got her these like Beats wireless headphones, and she'll use those to like you know play or whatever, like you see the the basketball players do on TV. But she'll connect it to her iPad instead of connecting it to her iPod to listen to music. And I'm like, all right, that don't make no sense, but whatever. That's what she likes to do. So now she's like, I I just upgraded my iPhone to one of the new ones that came out, and she's like, so what are you gonna do with your six plus? And I'm like, sell it. And she's like, why don't you just give it to me? I was like, because you don't need a goddamn phone. And I explained to her the rationale that I have, which basically is there's no good reason for you to have a phone today. You have devices that do pretty much everything that you need. So use those. And her and my wife, every every few days, bah, bah, oh, throwing little subtle shots, all this stuff. So the other day I got pissed. I was like, yo, nobody's talking about no more phones in this fucking house again. <laughs> So when when you say she already has the devices that do everything, what does she say? Does she come back and say, "Yeah, but I actually want to call someone"? I mean, is she is she rallying for it because she actually wants to use the phone? She wants oh, that, something more compact. That's, so she wants something more compact than the iPad, but bigger than the iPod. But she doesn't want to connect it to make phone calls. She's like, "No, I don't even want to make phone calls." And I'm like, "Yo, so what are you doing with your iPad these days? Like, how do you use it?" And she's like, "I." watch youtube i watch netflix i listen to music i was like so how about the school work no we don't have anything to do for school <laughs> right. on so i'm like all right bullshit so we're doing we're pr- basically it's a freaking video game but remember she could say no phone calls 
and B telling the truth, but there's texting, FaceTime. there's FaceTime, right. there's yeah. all of that. That's a workaround. Like, you know, lawyer, like, yeah, I'm definitely not doing any phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> but, but she's doing all that now. Like, with, yeah. with the current devices, okay. with both of them, actually, she has access to all of that, So which so is she, fine. I'd, right, give her, right. I'd give her three choices. One, no phone. Two, a jitterbug. Three, a gizmo. <laughs> so... The jitterbug, the jitterbug? jitterbug is the uh, flip phone for elderly folks that you just, oh, yeah. just uh, has big, big, big numbers. It's small and compact, and you just, <laughs> you know, it just calls out. And then the gizmo is a phone for little kids that uh, it's, it's basically like on watch. watch. Yeah, you can just yeah. store like three numbers on it, press the button, and talk for you know a minute and That's fifteen dope. seconds, and <laughs> be done with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm not bugging, right? Like, I don't. Give, I mean. What you, what you heard, given all the stuff that she's got and what her use cases or, are. Or tell her she has to give up all the other devices for the one. So I did. I told her, why don't you sell all the stuff you got and then save up so you can buy your Solid own day. phone? yeah. That, that's, to me, that's the way. That's the path. Right. So I'm like, nah. I think my like, biggest fear with all this, just the stuff, I mean, like we have an iPad and... You know, we let our son use it every now and then for for stuff, just like play games or watch something, but pretty regulated because we don't want, you know, if, if, if it was around all the time, he'd be on it and he'd want to be on it all the time. And then, um, you know, he has an interest in the phone and messing around with it and all that. But I, I don't know, I look, you just look at all the kids and they're just, their faces are in the phone all the time and it's like, damn, man, I mean, it's, a, it's eventually going to happen at some point, but... For me, I'd I, I like to prolong it as much as, much as I, I could, mean, or at least have as more control over you know the amount of time they're spending on on that stuff. Do you think? Because that's something that's been um been on a topic recently in our home. Because my girl's like, oh, because you know when I'm holding the baby, the only way that I can, you know, I'm I also need to do stuff, so right. work or look through emails and text, and obviously social media crap, which is a part of what I do too. Yeah. Um, so my girl's like. Don't do that because she sees you with the phone and then she's she's noticing her reaching. And I mean, I've noticed it. She's reaching now for the phone. But I'm like, what's the way to, you know, like, come on, we got to like. Yeah, I think the way to navigate. I mean, it, uh, one way to navigate it is to, uh, I mean, look, you're going to be on it's, the phone. It's unavo- you're, yeah, you're going to you be doing stuff. It. But I think I think there's the time. It's like you have to draw that line of like when your child needs your attention that that you're not on the phone because there's a lot of times where it's easy to you know like be on the phone doing something and then you know trying to talk to your kid or tell your kid to do something but you're not looking at them and so that can i think that can probably send a more damaging message than than you know them seeing you on the phone it's more about how do you interact with them when you are doing stuff it's like you know try to separate it so that you know, when you're when you're working or doing stuff on your phone, that's what you're doing. And then when you're with your kid, either you know you're showing them something, or you know you it's not like they're vying for your attention from between them and the phone. You know. What if we create an environment that we homeschool her and make make 
just pretend we're living in the 80s. <laughs> you could do that too. <laughs> and, and it's VHS tapes, right. beepers, and then from the beepers she graduates to the brick phone, and then the flip phone after that. And then we, we, we follow the trends of the whole 80s decade, and she comes out of that. You might actually no, you might actually be able to open a school like that. <laughs> and you've got a lot of people. <laughs> when, she's, when she's uh 16, we'll let her drive her first uh, uh, VW Bug stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's idea number two that we've just uh, given everyone on the yeah. <laughs> retro schooling. Yeah. We call it. Yeah. Yo, I I can see that doing doing some numbers. Yeah. Yo, I, e- even if it's just like for a crash course, like right. a weekend type of thing, I bet well, you people would. Well, try. No, or imagine this. Imagine you or try send, to send push... parents back to school in that environment. So. <laughs> Obviously, nothing we tell our kids is cool will eventually be cool to them. But right. imagine in a perfect world, we, you know, we are the trendsetters for our kids, yeah. and we tell them like all this new stuff. It's whack. It's corny. It's nerds. Like make them a retro kid where that's their style. And everything about what they do, they even get their other friends and they got a little crew instead of like the emo kids, sports kids, it's the retro kids. And they're all like with skateboards, beepers, you know, and rocking like I love the 80s t-shirts or whatever. Actually, if you go to uh, any festival these days, that's what you'll see. That's, that <laughs> so, it's true. Those are millennials? Yeah. Yeah, or the, yeah. yeah they, they, they screaming on that metro, uh, retro shit. Those are hipsters. Hey, hey, Manny. So, what, what is so your wife is 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 uh, on board with your daughter having? What is she, why, why is she saying that it's good to have for your daughter to have the phone? What's her what's her reasoning for it? That's that's what's killing me. Like, yo, my wife is super logical and has great rationale for everything. When I ask her, like, what's 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 the mo here? She's like, no, because she needs a bigger screen. And I'm like. Yo, am I living in the Twilight Zone? She's got a fucking iPad, bro. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a big screen, right? <laughs> like, yo, a mobile version of the bigger screen. And that's where, and that's where I'm like, yo, you see, this, this these are the moments where I want to snatch her up out of out of Camelot, where we live, take her back to the Bronx, where I'm from, drop her off with her device in her hand, see how long she lasts in, in the lion's den, like. I know, I know, I know. We can't. We what can't. other way of doing that? Does your does your um wife have family in Cuba? Yeah. Well, maybe. We're not Go sure. To Cuba. Watch how those devices work in Cuba. They don't. That, <laughs> actually, that's a great. I've been I've been pushing her, my wife, to to let you know get up and go over there. But that would be dope before yeah. shit just changes over there. Yeah. They 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 only have. Wi-Fi hotspots you got to go to like you'll see like a bunch of people in a park and even then it's like dial-up speed mm. So really most of the time you're anywhere the devices are practically useless only for taking pictures And that's it, you know, and then you and then on top of that, you know, you're seeing the realities of, of a country like that it'll, it'll it'll humble her and make her at least I would think Be grateful for everything she has back home So what do you think she wants to do with the phone just the same shit? She's doing with everything else just be able to put in her pocket and walk with it yo just be able to stunt take it just because all her friends in school yeah that's right yeah and that's what it is even if she doesn't connect it she just wants to be able to show not she's not really like the flashy type but if her friends pull it out and they're playing like i don't know Fortnite or some shit she could show like oh i got it too and keep it moving out damn man that's such a hard thing to deal with I the compromise is, is her selling or her getting rid of the other stuff for the one thing she just needs to decide What's the more important 
device for her. Yeah, like that's and a good that's a that's that's, that's a good compromise. compromise. I mean, pers- I think that's the way to go, man. It's a, you know, <sighs> it's and then she gets she has to make a decision on what she wants, and you know, you make your bed and then you sleep in it. I mean, would you not want her to have a phone? Period. Uh, just to not be able to do any of the any of the stuff on it, or or nah, I'm but not. You don't really I'm care. Not. You're not tripping on that. I'm not tripping on her having a phone. Like I'm not this Nazi that's like, no, you can't have a phone. It's more, it's more like, you know, if you're gonna have a phone, it should be connected, which means there's a plan you got to pay for consistently. <clears throat> like for me, it's more about, all right, you want it, you got to be able to find a way to support having it, because it's like a luxury, right? Right. So, so to me, it's like, I mean, she's 11, so you can't really expect her to be working, but. I have her like assisting me on the other podcast that I'm doing, so like that's kind of her job, uh-huh, and right. she's earning money from that. But that's not going to be enough to cover, you know, some of these things. So like it's it's more about her knowing the work that it takes to support something like that as a luxury versus me just saying, nah, I don't want her to have a phone. Like I don't care. Now how much? Wait, you're doing another podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you moonlighter. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> true. Now, now how much? Um, how much freedom will you? So let's say that she sells everything and has the phone. Uh, how much freedom are you going to give her on that phone? And even with the iPad and everything she has now, I mean, do you guys go in and look at everything that's uh, on the iPad? Are you do you putting controls on it, or are you, are you going to be investigating what's what's happening? Uh, we would definitely be limiting certain things. Uh, my wife is Inspector Gadget. Okay. She's all over all of her devices just to make sure everything is cool. Um, I mean, and we, we don't do a ton of like research on what security and kind of spyware there is out there for parents to like keep tabs on stuff. But there, I mean, Apple just has some like out of the box stuff that that's pretty Controls. good. Yeah. But, and your even wife, with, but your wife with is going, rec- going in and like reading text messages and all, all that stuff is basically yeah, yeah, yeah. your daughter knows that there's, there's nothing off limit. It's all, oh, it's, yeah. it's all. Oh yeah. No, yeah. No. Okay. No, we, we don't play those games. Yeah. And she knows it's not like it's a secret. Like my wife will, I mean, she'll do it when she's not around, but she knows that my wife was in there. It wasn't like we're trying to be sneaky or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not that, not that you need to be. It's either. Right. Hey, you, you want this device? Understand that there's no privacy. On this there's no privacy. Yeah. And, and you, you, don't, you don't have no tax bill. Right. You ain't got no mortgage. So whatever goes down in this house, this is how it goes. Yeah. We're just bonus, son. Makes sense. I mean, does your son have? You're not dealing with anything that at that level yet. No, nah, luckily not. No, nah. not even video games or anything like that. Um, he, yeah, my I've, godson's heavy on the. the he's like, download this app. Download yeah, it. it's free. Yeah. It's free. Yeah, every now and then, like actually, uh, we were in, uh, we were, we were on a trip this past weekend. So we were upstate New York for um, uh, my mother-in-law's memorial service, and so her, my 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 son's cousins were around. And one of the cousins is 12, and she had a friend with her, and they were playing um, this game called Color Switch. I don't, I don't know, Manny, you might be familiar with this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. So yep. you know, my son Manny color switches all the time. <laughs> my, my, my son, my son saw them playing it, and then you know, <laughs> of, co- of course, it's we gotta download that. We gotta download. You know, I gotta play it, and so now it's you know he'll see something. Like or like Angry Birds, for example, when we started flying quite a bit, and and he started realizing what was on the TV screens in the in the in the airplane, 
you know, he got mm-hmm. heavy on wanting to do Angry Birds, and and then again, so it's like he doesn't have he doesn't have free reign on the iPad or or the phones. It's basically, you know, we we let him when we feel it's okay. Um, I think earlier on when he was younger, he we let him have a little bit more access to the uh, to to the iPad to play games and stuff, but then noticed that his uh, focus wasn't quite as good because he'd start playing something on the iPad and then he'd turn it off, switch to something. He just kept switching, bouncing around to everything. And, you know, and that's just like a, a, a nice early sign of, um, you know, just short attention span. So we cut that out. We took that away and then we put it away for about a year. I was like, nah. And he's like, how come I can never see, see this iPad again? So oh, once you learn how to focus properly, then, <laughs> you know, so... You're you're good. My my two year old. That's exactly what she does. And I mean, I I feel terrible, but it's it's come to a point where we're just like, yo, we don't we don't know how to remove it from her, like train her to do something different because it's it becomes the babysitter for better or worse. That's yeah. what it ends up being. And it's luckily the the programming that she watches is mostly YouTube kids, and they actually have good stuff that she learns a ton from. But yo, screen time with her, yo, it's it's up there. So, what happens is it you know loses charge relatively quickly, and so it'll it'll give us like a four hour gap that we could like do other things and try to get her attention into something else. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm, not, I'm not so mad. At, I mean, the whole idea of screen time. I mean, we talked a little bit about this before. I mean, I'm not so mad yeah. at the the idea of screen time. It's just it's like paying attention to how it affects how or if it affects your kids at all like so for my son i you know we started noticing that his attention span was getting shorter and the way that he was interacting with the ipad was you know flying all over the place and and so that made us put the brakes on it like all right you know we don't want him being you know taking this approach to flying all over the place to every to everything else you know if you can't sit and like finish a book or that kind of stuff, then we got a problem. So, <laughs> speaking of books, are you guys? Do you guys read to your kids? Well, your son, your son's probably doing some of that on his own. Right? Yeah, we, okay. we, yeah, um, we. More so, my wife started on the summer over the summer with uh, teaching him how to read. So he's been once he kind of broke through. Uh-oh. <laughs> what was that? Yo, e, Did you wake the baby? Child, <laughs> Did dog. you wake the baby? <laughs> Yo, you got to say excuse me for that kind of shit, bro. <laughs> Come here. What, you, you jealous? <laughs> oh, that's the dog. <laughs> I thought you woke the baby. <laughs> Damn. Nah, I thought he was... I thought he ate some enchiladas or something. <laughs> um... Yeah, so he's starting to read now. Like he can, he can, he can read uh, Green Eggs and Ham, that whole book by himself. And he's like looking at signs when we're driving around and trying to figure. You know, so he's basically his mind is in the mode of figuring figuring out words and learning how to read and everything. But we've read we read since he was a baby consistently to him every every night, almost every night. Just to oh, you guys a textbook, bro. You guys are real good knocking it. Yeah, yeah, we just like shame, man. Nah, I mean we just like reading. So I mean, for me, gro- for me growing up, reading that was, was a, that was that was a big escape for me. Just you know, I, I was didn't. never a reader. I was into books and comic books, so that was like 
putting on like going to a record store, getting some music, go to comic book, get a couple comic books and put music, you know, some music on and read comics or read a book. That was basically my big my big escape growing up. That's You're dope. Better than me. So if he can if he can I'm follow suit, camera. maybe maybe he'll uh stay out of some trouble. Right. At least early I, on. I, I want to get my son into comic books. Like um so I I've, I've been listening to uh our homies, uh, Felipe's Garage. Okay. And they always talking about, you know, yeah. comics and all of that. And, like, the I never experienced it. Like, I never grew up reading comics or whatnot. But, yo, it's a dope, like... No, it's dope. I, I was into it, but I didn't really read them like that. I just... You looked I, at the pictures? Yeah, I'm a, yeah straight okay. up. Right. And, I mean, it was enough reading that it wasn't that much bad. Right. Like I'm saying, it was minimal reading anyways. But, yeah, I just... I, I was into that phase where... It was mostly about like you just you know it was like oh you could hustle these probably in the future. It so was, was also, never, it, some was hey it paid it paid rent one day I had to sell my whole collection really? to make rent wow, one time. Wow, yeah. shit! I got some in my office up here too, like framed the ones that that are my favorites. Do do you read? Uh, do you and your wife read to your kids, Manny? My wife does. I yeah. can't say that I I do a ton, but that's that's been something like you know twenty minutes every night or so. And and he's been so like we were at, at the mall the other day and he, a lot of that is sticking. So like he's actually he's he craves it because it's like she's reading to him like some book that tells you the genesis of like the Marvel superheroes. Okay. Oh, dope. Yeah, and so he's really intrigued by it. He's like, "Wow, we got to find out what happened with the Hulk's son or whatever." And I'm like, "Yo, Hulk got a son? What are we talking about?" <laughs> Damn, Hulk's banging like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hulk smash. You don't remember All she? You don't remember She Hulk? She-Hulk. There was a She-Hulk. Yeah. Come on, dog. Damn. So, so bumping we were... ugly to another level. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're at the mall, and he's like, he looks at the Old Navy, you know, lo- logos. Kids gravitate right. toward real quick, and commercials give everything away. But he's reading, but you could tell that he's actually trying to read it versus going off of memory. What you know, whatever the commercial said. So he's like, old. And then I'm like, what does that say? And he's like, oh, he's like, but you know, yeah, because I'm I'm trying to get him into the habit of like, yo, stop being lazy, because he'll look at the first letter, right? Try to spell it out, try to guess, guess, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll say, you know, it'll be Old Navy, but he'll be like, Osh. And I'm like, come on, son, you know, there's right. no anywhere in that word. But but this weekend it was like a, a click occurred, and we were going to the mall, and he would be, you know, two, two like three to five letter words he was able to like get and i was like every every chance he got he'd be like yo dad that's da 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 that's da 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 and i'm like shit yo you killing it and so i kept you know giving him little shit here and there so he can co- encourage him to to continue but it's it, that's been dope i like the whole like how how everywhere that he is he's picking something up that is contributing to toward his interest in reading yeah he's ready to he, he's he's ready to unlock that for himself yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for my awakening so that I can actually. Read. <laughs> e, do you guys read to your baby? We have like those real super toddler books that are more about like the, n- the noises it'll make when you touch it. Right. You know, like, but it has like you know a sentence like the bird likes to twerk. <laughs> right. You know, like stuff like that. And the bird and, likes to know, twerk. He said. <laughs> <laughs> my, my girl definitely reads reads that you know often. I mean, I, w- I would like to say that I will be reading to my daughter, you know, but I'm just 
I'm not that dude with books, but I mean, I'm obviously going to make an effort so that she's a lot more book smart than I am. The, I mean, the books really for us, it's, it was more. It's it's also a nighttime thing. I mean, we'll read to him during the day too. Right, he wants to hear a bike, but yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, shut the front door, bro. He will uh, definitely fall asleep faster if we're so. if we read to him. Is that uh, is that because it's boring or because it's soothing? I think soothing. Yeah. Because we get a little bit of both, depending on what yeah. the the book is. He'll just be like, "Yo, this shit is wild." <laughs> Although if he's if he's overtired, then we'll find a book that we've read to him over and over again that we know he's bored of, and then you know. Because sometimes, yeah, sometimes if we get him a book, uh, or, or it's like a new book, or some, or a book that he picked out, it's almost too interesting, and he wants to stay up to try to listen to it, and then it's back, and then it's backfiring on us. I mean, it's great that he's interested in it, but we're trying to get to sleep. That's a different story. Dope. Oh, yo, check this out. I just got a Groupon package that I think you guys would appreciate. And if you guys have something like this. You guys kiss my ass, okay? You ever seen this joint? What? It's wallet so it's ninja. Wallet it's called ninja. The, the wallet what ninja. That? So it's a it's a it looks like a credit card, and it's a bottle opener, ruler, eyeglass, screwdriver, fucking cell phone stand. I mean, it's got everything you can possibly want. What late night infomercial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shout Just, out to Groupon. TSA is gonna arrest you if you walk through the airport with that. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a certified ninja with this thing. They might not want to fuck around. But yeah, I'm I'm digging this. This shit's gonna save my life. I can open a beer bottle now without, with no problem. Well, if you're my boy uh, Sunny Bet, he does it with his teeth. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Nah, son. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think we're powering down, guys. I think yeah. this is probably good. No, there was. Oh, I mean, how can I forget this? But today is my daughter's uh it's month? fifth yeah five month anniversary or anniversary. <laughs> what do you say? Five month old. Five, five month birthday. Five month. Yeah. Five month three. Five month in the yeah five months in in the life. So so. It, What'd you guys? <laughs> What'd you guys get her? Uh, I made myself a I- pizza. An iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got myself a new iPhone. That she could use in ten years. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's Congrats, dope. Damn, man. Well, you know she's a year old, bro. What do you, yo? You guys still got to start planning that. That's got to be a big deal. What the birthday? Yeah. I mean, like a party? I mean, I don't know. Some sort of eh, she won't. Celebration. She won't remember that first year. Uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't. don't <laughs> what did you? Okay, what did you guys do before we get out of here? I just want to know what you do for the first year. Birthday. Uh, we had a low key birthday. I mean, we had a birthday party with some family and friends. It wasn't anything. I think it was more so for us to hang out <laughs> with some people, but it wasn't like off the charts. You know, like a kid's kid's birthday party. Cause, okay. You know, okay. yeah, it was more, it was pretty low key. So for my kids, it's been, it's been low key. But for the oldest, she got like a, I mean, it was a fucking, she had ponies. For the, for, for the first year? Yeah. For oh, wow. First year. You had a wow. pony for a one year old? I, I wasn't there for, for my 11 year old. Okay. I, that was before my time. But she had like, it was, it was a big deal. Does she remember? She doesn't remember that, does she? Nah, nah. <laughs> which, is, which is which is why I'm like, but 
so parents do that shit. Like yeah. for their first kid specifically, sometimes it's like they they I feel mean, like they gotta go balls to the wall. Nah, I want. I definitely want to go balls to the wall when I know my daughter's gonna remember and appreciate it. Yeah, I think we went to some. We went to some a family's house and they cooked some food. We invited some other family and friends over. It was a small, you know, small gathering and people just hung out and had a good time. No, no magicians or ponies or any of that kind of stuff. At least for the for number one. Now, as the years <laughs> progress. Yeah, number five, six, seven. Those uh, are gonna be. Those are the ones. And then hopefully they start leveling off a little bit. They're fun to do, but it's but it's like, you, I mean, some of the some parents go crazy, and you know it's like over the top year after year. It's like you have to set. He's like you set a bar so high that then right. the next year you yeah. have to top it and you know keep going and everything. I'm like, I, right. I love I, I love all these little you know like bouncy house places and those joints because you do the birthday there. It's yeah. like two hours. Yep. Yep. Get in, oh, get out, done. Those are the greatest. Yeah, they get their energy out. They do most of the setup. (laughs) Thumbs up. Thumbs up. But it's cool. I mean, the the one thing I will say is like when they start to kind of remember and know like what their party is or excited about the party, then it's it's gratifying to see them like happy with it and their friends happy and you know they're excited by it. The first couple of years, they don't really know. At least in my experience, they don't. Really know what what's going on? Yeah, nah, it's not worth you, it. You guys do pinatas, man. I'm a pinata nah. person, man. Yeah, we, I we don't. yeah we do pinatas. I had pinatas when I was a kid, and my girl, who's from LA, I don't know, I don't, she doesn't see the the value in a good pinata no. at, a, at a kids party. Yeah, I think we've had a pinata at everyone except for the first year. I Yo, pinatas, I'm man. lying. Yeah, we we did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle joint. That I, now that I recall, I had an ATP out of when I was a kid. That was off the chain. Damn you, yo! You was rolling, kid. <laughs> no, my mom was still with the. My mom was a good party planner, and she did dope parties that I remember, man. Like, and she would do themes of things that you know, like the movies that I was into at the time, like a Star Wars theme or an ET theme, and and then I had like a Star Wars pinata and an ET pinata. Yeah, we've been I like doing the, yeah, the themes. Whoop, yeah, the themes. The string one. But the string ones are safe, obviously. Oh, you you were bashing shit with a bat. Yeah, with a big ass stick. Yep. yep. And then you're blindfolded, and they turn you, they flip you around, and then you hit other people by accident. <laughs> right. By accident. <laughs> I'm always worried that there's gonna be the one kid who lets go of the bat or the stick, and it goes flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why the string is probably the safest one. <laughs> you you've done the string one, right? Nah, it's yeah. always been uh, well the the string holding up the pinata and they they pull oh, the you know, pinata you don't up know and down. The pinatas with the strings? No, nah, we've always done it with we've been doing it with the bats and the sticks. Oh, they have they have pinatas, I guess, for the safety reasons. Oh, really? It oh, has okay. a bunch of little strings at the uh, bottom of it. All the little kids hold it, and you say one, two, three, and then they pull it and it breaks open. Oh, I've never seen that. And then they all go crazy trying to grab everything that falls. Damn, I mean, it's got- not. It's not as fun. Yeah, you got the gangster pinatas only over there. Yo, I'm so into pinatas. I mean, I have it still. My girl bought me a Who's Crazy pinata, like a big <laughs> pinata Who's Crazy, and I have it in the garage. I never, we didn't use it. I might use it for our 25th anniversary party before the year is up. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be dope. Just so fill it up with liquor with, bottle, or for your uh, daughter's first year party, you can say you did something big. Pinata. <laughs> I still fill it with little liquor bottles. <laughs> 
did. <laughs> All right, listen, guys. I'd love to stick around, but the Yankees are playing right now in a very big game. You guys do dribbles and nibbles, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's tomorrow. <laughs> uh, plug plug the podcast, know. Manny. Uh, yeah, so I'm doing this uh, New York basketball oh, podcast. Yo, yeah, you check it out. Hey, yo, Shaq. <laughs> hey, yo, Shaq. Yo, 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 Shaq. Nah, um, this is, it's a podcast uh, exploring the culture of New York basketball. It's called Dribble and Dimes. I do it with my, my brother, who's also the co-host there. His name is Emilio the Poet. And, uh, yeah, we just talk to a bunch of different folks in and around the game of basketball um, to really just understand all the stories and the cool shit that goes down that creates this you know, authentic brand of New York area basketball. And your so, daughter's a producer, like you mentioned. No, she's my assistant. Um, she's, she's a producer. She's gonna be okay. a producer. Okay, she's yeah, gonna be an AP. Yeah. She's gonna she's gonna love it when I tell her that. I'm like, yo, they called you a producer on the podcast. AP, AP's yeah. assistant producer. Yeah. She's gonna love it. But yeah, so yeah, we're having fun, man. We're having fun. Alright. No doubt. No doubt, son. You got anything to plug, okay? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my ribs just. Like, oh man. Yo, wait, wait, wait. Batman K. K doesn't want nobody to see his face. So you really gonna plug anything? <laughs> he should have thrown the scent off and be like, "Yeah, you know, I got this new podcast called, you know, Beans and Lettuce." <laughs> Beans and Lettuce. <laughs> Oh, geez. It's about being a farmer in rural America. <laughs> Exploring the way grains are processed. <laughs> organic, son. Oh, OG, it's called OG, organic, son. No, I, I actually don't. The whole showing phase, I mean, for me, I'm just, I'm just on some private shit. That's why I don't have any social media, any of that kind of stuff. That's why, uh, yeah. remember, we were talking about this before, why I... Did not do the uh, runs house originally. Right, right. Oh, you gonna bring that up now? Well, uh, real quick, might as well. So just so, so I had a uh, a label back in the day, and um, we did a partnership with Rev Run during Runs House. Woo! Um, so that kind of it's a nice, nice, nice way to uh, attach the whole fatherhoods thing. So you know, again, Rev Run was. So he's someone that right. He he did a lot of in terms of, of changing the narrative and making family oh, yeah. cool for as far as rappers yeah, go cool. and everything. So that was a cool experience. But yeah, I did not. That's uh, why I decided to stop rapping and do producing instead because I did not like to be uh, front and center. I like to play the background. Play. Even now, you notice on our Skype, he's only showing like half of his face. Half his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm purpose, not. Dude, like in case we. What are you talking about? I got I got the full. <laughs> No, you, yeah, you, like... got, you just got the left side of your face popping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a uh, I'm wearing a paper bag over my head for the whole time. <laughs> yo, that's yo, that's the move. If we're ever caught somewhere, uh, okay, this is dream dreaming here, but we blow up. Fatherhoods is this big thing. If we're somewhere on location somewhere, you got to wear a bag with. The damn uh, I'll be eyes the, cut uh, out. I'll be the dude from uh, the Saint Lunatics, who's the guy who used to wear all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be all like our time. ghost face killer. Yeah. Before he showed his face. Right. But with no charges. Right. No criminal charges. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so they. So they say. So they. Say. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, bro. Allegedly. So uh, yeah. All right. I got nothing to plug. Holler. 
How about you, E? Any plugs? Before? Hold on, I'm about to have a, a cough attack. Uh. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> He's plugging He's the mute button. What, what? None to plug now, nah, man. Uh, catch me on Drink Champs. <laughs> check, check out. I mean, I actually have a laundry list of things to plug, so I won't even go there. So that could be its own episode. Yeah. Check out Organic Farming, episode five. <laughs> yeah. Colombian White, son. Check that out. <laughs> Don't give it to your children. <laughs> Oh man! Right. I'm coming out with a new podcast called Puppyhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when dogs sound like babies, Puppyhood. <laughs> that sounded like farts. That's what it sounded like to me. All right, yeah. now we're digressing. All right. All right, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. Oh no! Later.